Hello and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And we are so excited today because we have a little special episode here for you guys. Oh yeah, so special. Super special. So special. Super special episode (laughs) for you guys. The coffee's kicked in. <clears throat> yes, the coffee has kicked in. Hello, Brian. <laughs> well, hello, Savannah. Welcome to the super special show of the Dorky Diva Show. How are you? Host. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up and bring it right down. I'm good. I'm very good because we have a super special episode mm-hmm. of the Dorky Diva Show. Yes. For you guys, though, you probably know what it is already. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. it's probably in the title. This interview yeah. or this podcast is probably called Interview with Ashley Eckstein. So whoa, you know whoa, what you're spoilers. getting into. Spoilers. <laughs> Come on, man. We haven't got to the thing yet. We'll get, we'll get to it in a minute. Okay, cool. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> we have so much going on in Star Wars right now. And I promise so you much. guys that we will get to it and we will talk about it and we will talk about it in depth because we had an amazing arc of the Clone Wars that we still need to talk about and we had some amazing news announced today that we are getting an eight-part documentary uh, about the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian which we are both Uh, yeah we are so pumped for Um, so pumped but today is just a special episode with uh, Mrs. Ashley Eckstein Ashley Eckstein, guys. She's fantastic. We, we got a Sokotano on the show. <laughs> Ooh, man. Yeah. She's way better at secrets. She is. We as are not. we discuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Guys, we talked to a Sokotano about a Sokotano on this super special episode of the Dorky Diva Show. Mm-hmm. So yep. we know that you guys are really eager to hear this, and yep. we're releasing this right before we are all getting to see the Siege of Mandalore. So without further ado, let's get into our interview with Ashley Eckstein. Today we're joined by the voice behind Ahsoka Tano, the one and the only Ashley Eckstein. Thank you, Ashley, for making time to chat with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I will always make time for you. <laughs> we we are so excited to talk with you because, I mean, obviously the Clone Wars is back and that's huge, but Ahsoka is front and center right now in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. And we are just so pumped. And it's amazing because you have voiced Ahsoka for over a decade now, which is crazy. And I want to know, what has this journey been like for you to go from voicing Ahsoka at the beginning of the Clone Wars when she was honestly not the most popular character to now when she is one of the most beloved Star Wars characters ever? Uh, Being the voice of Ahsoka Tano and, and helping originate this character has truly changed my life. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is we actually rec- started recording the show in 2006. So I've been Ooh. voicing Ahsoka for 14 years now, uh, which is a huge, huge portion of my life. And, um, you know, I, I knew from the beginning that when I was cast as the voice of Ahsoka and that she was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, I, I, I knew how important of a role it was. And I, I felt like I won the lottery. And I, you know, being a lifelong Star Wars fan myself, you know, knew how much Star Wars meant to people, um, including myself. And so I, I, I knew how important it was. 
but I had no idea how much it would change my life and for the better. I, you know, I feel so blessed and I'm so grateful for the journey that um, being the voice of Ahsoka has taken me on. Sure, sure. That's crazy. Also, it's it's really interesting with Star Wars characters and Ahsoka specifically. Like a lot of times, like in TV shows, when you play a character uh, over such a long period of time, you don't necessarily get like an arc, if you know what I mean. Like you have your, these are the notes that this character plays. But Ahsoka, you've been able to play her over like so many different parts. So how cool has it been for you to see a character grow from like snips to what we see now? It's crazy. Well, I, I feel so fortunate that we've had so much time to yeah. tell her story. You know, if you think about it, you know, even like some of the Star Wars movies, um, you know, outside of the Skywalker saga where, it, you know, it had nine films, you know, uh, other characters don't get this much time. True. Uh, and, you know, we've been so fortunate with Ahsoka um, to, you know, have been able to tell her story pretty much since 2008 through Clone Wars and then Star Wars Rebels and then Forces of Destiny and then the Ahsoka book and comics and, yeah. you know, then back to Clone Wars again. And um, I think part of the reason, you know, we've all just fallen in love with her so much and have this connection with her is because we've we've had so much time with her. That's a good point. Over the time that you voiced Ahsoka, you have had to keep so many secrets, Ashley, and <laughs> you are the best secret keeper ever, and I have witnessed this firsthand, and it absolutely blows my mind that you are able to keep a straight face, but we were curious, which secret was harder to keep, Ahsoka's appearance in Star Wars Rebels or the return of the Clone Wars? Ooh. Yeah. Um... I would say I would say it was harder to keep the secret of Ahsoka being in Star Wars Rebels um, because people were expecting it and I was being asked on a daily basis over and over <laughs> and over again. Um, but, uh, you know, emotionally, it was harder to keep the secret for Clone Wars because, you know, nobody was expecting it. So it was, it was an easier secret to keep because you know, they weren't looking for it. Um, but I knew, and I was so excited and I wanted to share it with the world. And, you know, we so badly wanted to surprise the fans and we didn't want it to leak. And so it was very nerve wracking. Um, literally up until like we were on the stage at San Diego Comic-Con and we were all kind of looking at each other of like, are we going to pull this off? Are we going to pull this off? Like, is it wow. going to be a surprise? And and sure enough, I think it was one of the biggest surprises, you know, in recent history with Star Wars. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's hard. It's funny you say that about a poker face because, you know, <laughs> we get our jobs as actors by being able to show our emotion. Like, mm -hmm. that's how we get our jobs. They, they don't tell you ahead of time that you have to have a really good poker face and you can't show emotion in times like that. Mm -hmm. You're a pro at it. And that <laughs> surprise was just the best. I still remember the day that it was announced and I, I literally like burst into tears because it was the best surprise and the coolest thing that we had been wanting for so long. Oh, that. yeah. Once it was out, I was like, it was like a, a ton of bricks were lifted <laughs> off my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I never thought about that. The the difference of context in the secrets as well. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. 
So as somebody who has like spent, like you said, so much time with this character, which is a really good point. I also had never thought about. We love her so much because, yeah, she's everywhere. We've got to see her in so many different stages and grow. So for you, as the person who plays Ahsoka, what is your favorite thing about the character? My favorite thing about Ahsoka is just, I mean, who she is yeah. and what she represents and what she means to people. Um, you know, it's funny. I my my background in acting, you know, is in is in film and television, right. and you know, I oftentimes would play you know, the mean girl, I always played the bully or the mean girl. And, you know, sure, it was fun as an actress. But, you know, it was always frustrating. I, you know, it's, it's the farthest, you know, that could be from my, um, you know, my, my actual personality. And I always wanted to just play the hero or, you know, or the good guy. So when I was cast as Ahsoka, I was so excited. And little did I know, you know, who she would eventually become, you know, the hero that she would grow into. But, um, you know, to me, she represents all that is good. And, you know, uh, she represents, in my opinion, the light side of the force. You know, she lets the light guide her. And, you know, she represents hope to me. And, you know, over the course of the years, as people have spent so much time with her, um, I can't tell you how many people have shared their stories with me about how Ahsoka has either changed their life or saved their life. And, you know, to, to have that and be a part of that, um, it's, it's just, it's amazing to watch and, and witness kind of on the front lines, the impact that Ahsoka has had on people's lives. Yeah, totally. It's true. It's so true. I think one of my favorite things, Ashley, about you is that you, take your role as the voice of Ahsoka to heart and you really care about, you know, how you're presenting yourself and how you're empowering other people the way that Ahsoka powers people. And I know that you've said before, sometimes when you face difficult times, you you actually sit down and ask yourself, what would Ahsoka do? And I just want to know, how has Ahsoka been a role model in your own life? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, thank you for asking because she, she is so important to me. I mean, I, I, you know, people often ask, they, they say, um, you know, they ask me, well, well, you know, you helped originate the character, but, but what did you do? Did you write the episodes? What, you know, what did you do? And, um, you know, aside from being able to provide my voice uh, for Ahsoka, they allowed me to bring, you know, my own personality and, really my own heart and soul into the character. And, and I mean, Dave pretty much flat out told me that was, that was why I got the job. I didn't get the job because of my acting. I actually got the job of how I acted in between takes oh, cool. um, when I was just kind of being myself. And, um, you know, I, I asked him years later, I just said, yeah, but why me? And he said, well, he go, he said, you know, you're, you're genuine and he goes, and Ahsoka is genuine, and I, I want you to just, you know, be yourself and, and bring yourself to the character. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I feel like I'm forever connected to her. I mean, she's literally a part of my heart and soul. And, you know, now over time, I, I've seen it, it's not just me, uh, you know, 
I, I, you know, I started the hashtag Ahsoka lives all those years ago when Ahsoka came back on rebels. Um, but I've updated it recently to say, you know, hashtag Ahsoka lives in all of us because it's kind of true. You know, she's, she's been a part of our lives for so long that, you know, she's, she's impacted us in so many ways. And, um, you know, whether it's reminded us to always have hope, even in the darkest of times, or to let the light guide you, um, or to help others no matter what, um, you know, Ahsoka means so much to so many people. And, you know, after seeing that, um, it, it just, it, it makes me want to be a real life Ahsoka Tano. So I, I do, I wake up every day and I ask myself, you know, with certain situations, I ask myself, what would Ahsoka do? And I, I do feel that the right answer is what Ahsoka would do because she would want to do the right thing. And she would want to, um, you know, again, treat others as you want to be treated and, and be kind and do what is right and what is noble and what is hopeful. That's I cool. love that. Yeah. It's like she's transcended becoming like a character or an icon into an idea of what like you could be. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty important to have something that has that kind of like weight to it as well to where it can actually institute change in people. It's not bad. Not bad, Ashley. Not bad. Oh, well, thank you. And I have to say that that's not just, that's not just me. That's not my ideal. That's, you know, that's, I feel like the Star Wars fandom as a whole, you know, uh, Savannah, you and I have talked about this a lot where, you know, being a Star Wars fan is not just a trend. It's it's a part of who you are. It's it's literally (laughs) a part of your heart and soul. And um, so, you know, knowing how important it is is to people and knowing that it guides your decisions, it guides your life, it guides, you know, these stories. Literally, we take them with us into our everyday lives. And so, you know, knowing that and, you know, already being a fan like that, I mean, I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life. Um, it's, it's just naturally the way that I approach it. But after seeing the impact that Ahsoka has had on people's lives, it makes me, you know, take it even more seriously. Yeah, I love that. Especially when someone who's like making something is a fan of the thing. It comes through. It's like a chef that likes to eat, you know, like their food just tastes better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I I like that you kind of have that sort of thing because it it does come through. And that makes a lot of sense that Dave was like, you're you got Ahsoka because you are Ahsoka. Like there's something in you that you bring to it as opposed to like making just the words come up. It's that extra little bit. Pretty interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm you. I'm interested in performance side as well. So like when you're playing a character over so long, because you've played her in so many different parts of her life, were there any challenges in playing Ahsoka in the different stages that she's in? Because she goes through a full arc with so much stuff going on. Oh, yeah. No, there's been lots of talk behind the scenes, uh, you know, w- before every recording and um, or before every project about you know, where Ahsoka's at, uh, everything from her age to her headspace to, you know, the sound of her voice, um, to her emotions, like everything. We, we discuss it, you know, quite in depth. Um, and actually before every episode, uh, Dave would come in and, uh, talk to us for about 20 to 30 minutes and give us a full episode breakdown of every episode and, 
you know, what that episode was about and, you know, our, where our character's mindset should be during the episode. And, um, you know, those are actually some of my favorite moments in the studio was the, the episode breakdowns before we recorded. Um, but, but yeah, it's something we talked about a lot because, you know, Ahsoka, obviously she grew up a lot during the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. So before the start of every season, we would have a long talk about, you know, where she was at, um, you know, during that season, how much had she grown up? Uh, how independent was she? How old does she sound? Uh, we would have those discussions. Um, and then when Star Wars Rebels came around, um, that actually was quite, quite tricky because I was so used to being the snippy Padawan. Yeah. <laughs> then I had to become like, you know, kind of the quiet, leader, you know, more of like an Obi-Wan type. Right. So it took me a while to to find that voice for Ahsoka and Rebels. And then I had to unlearn everything that I had learned (laughs) and go back to Clone Wars. So it was, it's definitely tricky, but I mean, I I love it. It's, it's, um, you know, and it's weird because I've actually grown up with the character in many ways. Sure. So oftentimes what has happened to Ahsoka, even though it's in a galaxy far, far away, it, it kind of mirrored my own life in many ways. Yeah. Right on. That's cool. Well, from the time when we actually heard that the Clone Wars was coming back and from that time until now, literally felt like an eternity for me <laughs> yeah. because I was so excited for this to come back. Um, but it's it's here and we're already through the first arc where we've gotten to see Ahsoka with the Martez sisters, Trace and Rafa. And my favorite part about this story was getting to see Ahsoka interact with more women, especially women around her age. And I was wondering if you had the opportunity to record alongside the actresses that voiced Trace and Rafa? And if so, how was that experience for you? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, I, I loved, uh, loved this arc and loved the characters Trace and Rafa and, um, the, the actresses, um, that, uh, Elizabeth and, uh, Bridget, uh, that played them, uh, I had the best time with them. So, uh, Elizabeth was in, um, New York, but, uh, Bridget was in LA. So I was always in the studio with Bridget and, uh, Bridget actually played, uh, Trace. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it was, it, it was, it was awesome. Actually, what I've never even shared before, uh, this is pretty cool. Um, I actually got to be a part of the auditions. for these two parts. Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually, I I haven't even had the chance to talk about that yet. So I'm I'm excited I get to talk about it. Um, Yeah, so uh, Dave, because it was really important uh, that, you know, I had chemistry with with the sisters. Sure. And so I actually got to be a part of the audition process, which I've never gotten to do that before. So um, I was actually in the studio and uh, the actresses would come in and I got to read with them. So I, I read with several different actresses for the parts and um, I got to give my opinion of, of who, you know, I had the best chemistry with and, you know, whose performance I liked and Um, and it's funny, it was really hard because they didn't know 
what they were auditioning for. They knew they were, well, actually they weren't even told that they were auditioning for Star Wars. I I made the mistake one time and let it slip (gasps) that it was something for (laughs) Star Wars. But um, they didn't know like who I was and I had to read for a completely different character. So I was reading Ahsoka, but like we didn't use the name Ahsoka and their names were different. It was all very top secret. Um, But it was really cool to be a part of that process. And um, I remember specifically, because I got to read in person with Bridget, uh, we just knew, like, she was Trace. Like, that was it. Um, so it was it, it was really cool to be a part of that process. And, you know, they are their characters. It's, it's, it's you know, they, they really, you know, kind of like what Dave did with me. Um, you know, they, he just encouraged them to bring their own personality to the characters and we all had such a great rapport with each other. Nice. I I think that comes through on the screen too, because I noticed I loved both of these characters because their personalities were so bright and they have so many different angles to their characters. Um, So that's cool that you got to be a part of that audition process. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even Elizabeth playing, um, Rafa, we I got to meet her via via Skype, uh, but she was like the older sister type with us. Like mm-hmm. it really, we all kind of fell into our roles, and I was in this you know role of kind of like Ahsoka. You know, I obviously have been in Star Wars for a while, and I was able to be more of like a mentor from that aspect, but. They, you know, are both very accomplished actresses in their own rights and, you know, had these really big, super sweet personalities. And it it got me to kind of be outside of my box a little bit, Uh, even with Ahsoka's personality. Like, you know, I even was able to take Ahsoka's kind of acting in a different direction that I hadn't even gone in. So we had a great time together. Cool. That's very interesting. And it just shows also like... I, I love the whole room thing. And then your secrecy training totally came into play here. Because you're like, <laughs> I'm not Ahsoka, but also I'm kind of Ahsoka. But you don't know that. And also, let's just do this. You like <laughs> had your, you had like a team of people as well, and you're all into secrets. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I You know, I don't like operating this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. like operating. Always. You're not like Dave who lives. Right. <laughs> yes. No, no, it's not, it's not how I would choose to live my life. Right. Um, but I haven't really had a choice and it's, it's worth it in the end when you can keep that secret for everyone in that surprise. Absolutely. That's, so true. That's the side they don't tell you about the job. It's no, like, they don't. <laughs> it's like, I've never seen such relief as I did when Ewan McGregor finally got to say Kenobi's happening. It was like, for the love of God, please tell me I can say this. And like, yes, you can say it. And he's like, Oh, been lying for four years. <laughs> You're like, all right, good. Yes. good. <laughs> so when when this podcast airs, we'll be one day away from the beginning of the Siege of Mandalore, the arc that everyone's been talking about since, like, Clone Wars. <laughs> and so I'm wondering, if you can, not a lot, I understand your secrecy training, but can you give us a tiny, maybe a little semblance of a tease as to what might be going on in this final chapter of Clone Wars? Oh, goodness. Only a little. I... <laughs> tiny, tiny little I... bit. Don't use names. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you uh, if there's one word to describe the Siege of Mandalore arc, it's epic. Ooh, it is 
truly epic on such a grand scale. Um, you know, it, here's what I would say, because we don't have a choice. You know, they're, they're dropping one week at a time, so you're going to have to watch one episode at a time. Right. However, once they're all out, it deserves to be watched almost as though it's a movie, like Ooh. all the episodes back to back and on as big of a screen as possible. Um, because it's just, it's just epic. Like, I, I don't even know how to say it. And it's, it's, it's going to be one of the wildest roller coasters you're ever going to go on in your life. You're going to cry tears of joy, tears of sadness. You're going to yell at the screen. You're going to jump up and down. Um, your jaw is going to drop to the floor. Uh, and I'm not, saying this just to get a reaction. I'm saying this because that that is truly what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, you know, we all view this final season as such a gift. It right. really is a gift that we got to go back and make the final season of Clone Wars. And everyone took it so seriously and just brought their best. Uh, I mean, I think the Siege of Mandalore arc will go down as some of the best Star Wars that's ever been created. Um, and I, I will be so bold to say that. And I like all Star Wars. I truly do. Yeah. So that's not sliding any, any other Star Wars, but this is just, you know, everyone brought their A game. Everything came together from the writing, to the animation, to the lighting, to the music, to the acting, to just everything came together. And it's, it's, it's pretty mind blowing. Oh, man. You can tell from the way the cast and crew are teasing the Siege of Mandalore that this is going to be everyone's show-off time. Like, I think this is going to be the best that the Clone Wars has ever been. And I am just, I'm so excited for it. I'm so, so, so excited. Yeah, same. It's like the grand finale and in it, a fireworks show. You're like, oh, here it comes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I, think, I think, you know, this is giving a proper ending to the Clone Wars that, you know, at least I can say, I can only speak for Ahsoka, but that Ahsoka deserves and yeah. it's, and she gets it. It's pretty amazing. Right on. That's the best part. Yeah. Well, we actually have a few listener questions for you, Ashley, from oh, sure. our podcast listeners. So the first one is from Katie and Katie wants to know what is your favorite um, Ahsoka outfit? Ooh. Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh, I'm so, I'm so partial to so many of the different outfits. Like, I, there's bits and pieces that I like of each one, um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe the <laughs> there's original, so many ones. <laughs> I know, I know. I you know, I'm always partial to the second her second outfit in Clone Wars, and I I, I maybe it's not you know, so much that it's like the most functional or, or whatever, but she spent the most time in it. Um, Good point. And so maybe I'm, I'm being guided more by my emotions <laughs> <laughs> just because I have so many memories of her in that outfit. And she has that super awesome jumpsuit now. So that might be my favorite, honestly. Really? I love the jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. you would look amazing in that jumpsuit. Yeah. See, it's I so good. I like the jumpsuit, but I'll be honest, she changed she changes out of it so quickly that mm -hmm. um that I wish she spent more time in it. Yeah. 
Sure. Well, see, that outfit is practical. We want the fashion is not practical, ladies. All right, it's got to just look cool. That's <laughs> how this works. Those are the rules. Yeah, I I, I like the rebels outfit. Just oh say, yeah, it's, it's got armor on it. Just really cool looking. I'm into it. No, her rebels outfit's amazing. That's why I said I'm partial to all of them because there's bits and pieces of of each costume that I love. Yeah, yeah. I I also love that Savannah asked the creator of her universe to pick an outfit. Not bad. <laughs> hey, I didn't ask that question. Katie, our listener Katie asked that question. That's true. <laughs> Katie, this is your fault. Not good, good question. Impossible to answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Hondo nineteen eighty. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, asks, what is the proudest moment you've had since becoming a Sokotano? Oh. We're just here to ask you the hard question. Yeah, actually. <laughs> we, get, we get you comfortable with outfits, and then we make you dive deep. Let's go. <laughs> um, you know, th- this is hard because there, this truly, I don't have just one. I would say the proudest moment, though, is, is or moments, is um, when people come to me and tell me their stories about how Ahsoka has impacted their life. Yeah. Uh, whether she's helped them, whether she's changed their life, whether she saved their life. Because to me, that's what it's truly about. You know, there's so many people that look at, you know, acting and they say, well, I'm just, I'm just an actress. I, I don't, I don't want to be a role model. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of view it whether you like it or not when you're on a platform like that, uh, people are going to look at you as a role model. And I take it so seriously. Sure. And so when I, I hear how, you know, something that I've done, you know, that other people may look at as just entertainment, mm-hmm. how we've been able to take that entertainment and impact people's lives, um, that's definitely my proudest moment. It's a good one. This next one is really fun, so you don't have to stress over it being serious. Um, <laughs> bringing it back up. Crafter, yeah, bringing it back up. Um, Crafter Anonymous asks, which of Ahsoka's lightsaber colors do you like the best? Green, white, or the new blue ones in season seven? Ooh. Um, I would say white. Ooh. I would Good say, choice. Yeah, I would say white. And I would say that is even... You know, so much of my own life has mirrored Ahsoka's, and Ahsoka went off and created her own path, and you know, is not just one thing or the other, and she does her own thing, and so I very much, you know, relate to Ahsoka and that part of her life when she, you know, walks away and does her own thing. White. That's a good. That's a good pick. That's good. Those pick. are my favorite too, and the hilt of those lightsabers I are the best. Know. I think. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. I love it. Love it. So uh, we also had to dive into, so you recently had the opportunity to write a little golden book. Congratulations, by the way. Amazing. Not bad. Thank you. Thank you. We need to know, how did that come about? Little thing going on. And more importantly, where can people find the book? So, uh, well, yeah, thank you for asking. So, um, you know, Star uh, Little Golden Book has a series 
called the I Am series for Star Wars. And, um, you know, when our world opens up again, you can, <laughs> you can get the book at wherever books are sold. But right now, I would say probably the best place to get it is Amazon uh, or Barnes & Noble. Um, but, you know, this was like bucket list level for me yeah. to write this book because I grew up on the Little Golden Books. I, I literally learned to read uh on the little golden books. And so, um, I had written my first book for Disney, uh, called it's your universe. You have the power to make it happen. Loved it. And, um, thank you. Thank you. And afterwards I had just shared with Disney. I said, look, I, I had a great time writing this book. I, I hope you'll consider me, uh, for, for future, future books or future projects. And one day they called me out of the blue and asked if I would write a little golden book for Ahsoka. And, um, I think it was the fastest thing I've ever said yes to in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about it. I just said yes. And then I panicked because I was like, I don't know. Can I do this? I don't know if I can do it. Um, and I, I, I literally just, you know, uh, deadlines are a good thing because when you have a deadline and you have to write, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to turn in a manuscript. Um, I just locked myself at home one day. And um, yeah, I just started binge watching my favorite Clone Wars episodes and my favorite moments. And you know, the book is about how to be a Padawan. And um, so, you know, I I just picked out my my favorite lessons and my favorite moments throughout the series, and I put it in the book. And it was actually quite easy once I got going. I, I ended up writing it in 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 a day, and I what? had the best time. Wow! Wow! Meant to be. Keep in mind, it is a kid's book. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's still impressive. Yeah, it's I'm, a book. I'm no less. giving you the credit here. Wow. <laughs> Not That's bad. awesome. Well, thank you, Ashley, so much for joining us today. We're so happy to chat with you. And we are just so eager to see The Siege of Mandalore. Oh, Once yeah. that's over, we'll be talking about it for the next five years, I'm sure. <laughs> um, oh, but before you. we let you go, before we let you go, where can people find you online? Because you've been doing so many amazing things, especially on Instagram. You've been doing Mental Health Monday live streams. Yeah. And I just want to make sure everybody knows where to follow you. Uh, you can just follow me at Ashley Eckstein on Instagram. That's my personal account. And that's where you'll see a lot of the live streams and, um, a lot of the more personal Star Wars posts. Um, but I'm still around with her universe. So, um, you can go to heruniverse.com or her universe, uh, on, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, but you know, definitely, uh, come to at Ashley Eckstein. I'm doing quite a few Instagram lives and, and chats. So um, I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, how about I'll come back on the podcast after you watch Caesar, Siege of Mandalore because – We'll just be crying. It's yeah, fine. Because there's so much I want to talk about, but I can't. Sure. So, um, so I think we're going to have to have a part two to this conversation once you, yeah. once you see it all. Sweet. It'll be called Therapy Time with Ashley Eckstein. Come here, listen, <laughs> yeah. and get all your feels out yeah. about the Siege of Mandalore. And that that is true. I will tell you, I have already broken down in sobbing tears twice today <laughs> over these episodes. So it's gonna happen. Just keep the tissues close. Done. Well, <laughs> we are so excited. And again, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. We'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, man, guys. We just talked to Ashley Eckstein. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. 
she's, she's so awesome. sweet. I love she's so awesome getting to talk to her and. Yeah, that was Me a really too. fun time. I'm just it was. I'm just so ready to see the Siege of Mandalore because she totally right? just raised my hype levels through the roof. And right? I was already excited for these episodes, but now Same. I'm just like, okay, how many hours until tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, listen, Ashley, you know I'm excitable. Why are you doing this to me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Already, so, like, I mean, every this is the arc that everyone's been waiting for and talked yeah. about for so long. And just when you think you can't get more excited, Ahsoka Tano herself is like, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I wasn't, but now I'm even less ready. I know. And we had so a really great trailer came out, or a teaser trailer, I guess, came out earlier this week. Yeah. It was a 60-second cut of what we're going to see in the Siege of Mandalore. And I watched it. Many times. I'm not going to say how many because who's keeping track? Um, But I've seen it more than a dozen times. And it's not bad. I'm just, I'm so excited. I even watched Revenge of the Sith the other night as a like prep thing for getting ready for the Siege of Mandalore because I'm really excited to see how the timelines uh, connect or even if they overlap. So I've been doing my homework, guys, and I've been re-watching yeah. things to prepare for this. There you go. When I want to watch episode three, I just close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a a very vivid imagination. <laughs> yeah. I also, so everyone listening to this probably knows, I have the worst memory of anyone you've ever met, mm-hmm. uh, but not when it comes to movies. Something about movies just sticks with me. Like uh, Star Wars specifically, I'm like, oh yes, hold on. I'm going to watch this scene. Close my eyes. Ah, that was a good scene. And then I'm back. So episode three, always watch it. Just do it. It's the best. It's the best. I If you guys have time tonight, uh, yeah. I would recommend <laughs> watching it because I got really pumped up after that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm so ready for the Clone Wars now. And honestly, I was absolutely floored at how similar the CGI in Revenge of the Sith is to the animation in the Clone Wars. I mean, the Clone Wars animation is on another level right now. These people are knocking it out of the park. And they are. watching, you know, the recent episodes of the Clone Wars and then watching Revenge of the Sith, I, I didn't even realize, like, the level of quality we were getting here. I knew it was good, but I didn't realize how good. And I think it's going to be really fun to watch the entire Siege of Mandalore all together at once when these episodes are out and then watch Revenge of the Sith right after it, kind of like how a lot of us have done with Rogue One and A New Hope. They just connect yeah. so well, and I think that's going to be something that's kind of popular to do when this is all said and done. Yeah. How do you think we'll go as far as, like, remember the micro-series, right? Mm-hmm. The micro-series went right into episode three. Right? Yeah. Palpatine got taken, taken to the skies, boom, episode three starts. Do you think we're going to get the same thing with this last arc here? That it's going to literally whoop right into it? I'm assuming that we are going to get a little bit of overlap, but I I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't overlap, I do think it will connect seamlessly. Like, I think it will be just moments away, similar to, to Rogue One and A New Hope, too. I mean, those yeah. movies connect so well. And I think that's really what we're going to see. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm so excited. Because, you know, I'm, I'm all about the stories and whatnot. And, like, you know, Ahsoka, she's going off on her own. And, we're like, you know, we've read the Ahsoka book, so we know what's going on as far as that goes. But, like, Palpatine getting kidnapped by Grievous and the Siege of Mandalore 
like how's this all gonna how's this all gonna go down i don't know Oh, it's going to be crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. So excited. It's it was also great. announced today that the season finale is airing on May 4th, which is Smart. only a few days after the third episode of The Ark will air. So the the last Ooh. two episodes are only going to be a few days apart. And I, I'm what, really what excited for that. We won't have to wait so long. I know. I know. Why are they doing this, though? It's all pre-calculated, man. Yeah. They know what they're doing. This ain't no accident. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, at least they're giving us a really awesome Star Wars day. I know. I know. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this special episode. Uh, You should definitely go watch Revenge of the Sith right now if you can. Yes. And that's always true. Always watch Revenge of the Sith, guys. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. Prequel Defense what are you Force, doing? guys. Yeah, Prequel Defense Force. Come on, we're all in quarantine. What else are you going to do? Exactly. Watch it and then watch it again because it's so good. <laughs> and That's your diagnosis. And don't worry, we will definitely be talking about the, I guess it's called the Ahsoka walkabout arc that just happened with Ahsoka and the Martez sisters. Don't worry, we're going to do a full breakdown of those episodes very soon. So yep. we're not skimping out. We just wanted to release this episode as early as we could so that we can all get hyped for... The Siege of Mandalore together. Yeah. It's going to be good, guys. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Until next time, guys, may the force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels.